0: to the corporate streets podcast this is the podcast for people who didn't get any sleep last night and there is no joke this ain't no motherfucking joke (laughs) i didn't get any sleep (laughs) at all why is it sleepless in
1: seattle bro what's
0: going on and this is jaren sleepless jaren insomnia jaren
1: (laughs) exactly and this is tj i almost forgot about the names and stuff dog why is it sleepless in stl bro what's going on
0: Man, so I have this issue I think where I cannot sleep in a foreign place. So, okay. Anytime I go to a hotel, I noticed this a few years ago when we first went to Atlanta when I went to Atlanta once and we got there, it's like a 10-12 hour drive and then I got there and I'm laying in this bed and my mind is completely active. I cannot folk or stop thinking and I was just sitting there standing in the window. Counting raindrops on the window, it was. I just could not go to sleep, and then it happened again when we went to Mississippi once in this hotel, and then it happened again. I went to Kansas City, and then yesterday I went to Nashville, and it happened again. And so I'm up, and you know everybody's going to sleep, and I was trying to go to sleep, and I could not. I thought I was starting to doze off, and then. I was just active. I got a text message and then my mind was just, bam, I was, I was up. And so I went down to the little exercise room, tried to get on the treadmill to kind of burn off some energy and, uh, got on there for like 30 minutes. That didn't help. And so I decided to reach out and text somebody (laughs) and shout out to, um, respiratory therapy Bay. She was, uh, up and we started talking and that took me to about four o'clock And then I tried to go to bed again because we had to go back to St. Louis the next morning and I already had some stuff to do in the morning. And so I could not go to sleep still. So I ended up being completely awake. I'm not talking about falling in and out of sleep. I was completely woke the entire freaking night. I have not gone to bed since, I mean, I've been up since six o'clock yesterday. (laughs) Duh, that's crazy. And, and, um. Yeah, so I ended up driving the whole way back from Nashville, about five hours, and I was just jacked up on Monster Energy drinks and coffee.
1: Dude, that's what got you through. You was all caffeined up. Exactly. I have to say shout out to the Marine Corps because it was those guys who taught me that I can sleep standing up. I can sleep sitting in the chair. I can sleep balled up in the chair. I could sleep pretty much any way, shape, form, or fashion. There's no uncomfortable position to sleep really. Uh, I can go to sleep in any foreign place. I think you always. I think (laughs) you always.
0: I think you always were able to like go to sleep just randomly.
1: Yeah, you know what? Uh, I guess I could actually. I I saw a picture. (laughs) Well, actually, I think it's my my lack of sleeping that when I need to go to sleep, I can just i can just knock out anywhere I, I just saw a picture recently of me in uh from high school senior year and i was knocked out on at the library on the table somebody took my camera and took a picture of me yeah and i didn't know until i got it developed
0: i was just gonna say uh, in high school i remember like just driving around and the next thing you know you was just like sleep
1: <laughs> <laughs> dog i had two jobs dog i had a life I was working hard in high school, bro. I literally had two jobs. But anyway, um, yeah, man, I've always been able to kind of do that. So that's not a problem of mine. It doesn't matter where I'm at. I can go to sleep in the middle of a party, and I won't wake up.
0: Right. So So speaking of shout-outs, I wanted to give a shout-out today. I feel like this is long overdue. We might have did it once, but I think we need to do it again. Um, I wanted to give a shout-out to... The Twenty Twenty Vision Podcast. They are friends of ours. They're friends of the show, right?
1: Yep, yep, for sure. Get them some credit. Shout them out.
0: Yep. So we got uh, homeboy Youngin, and we okay. got Jody, right? And they always show love to our podcast, and they showed us some love on the other podcast too. And, and like, I think we both agreed that that was a really good podcast that he did with the uh, with the Frequency Talk. <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> the frequency. We, we, of sex We're time. talking
1: about uh, revitalizing that one, right?
0: Yeah, we're gonna do that. We gotta do that. We gotta talk right, we, we so, gotta talk that when we get uh homeboy youngin'. I call him homeboy yeah. youngin' because that's how you always used to uh my homeboy mention. youngin'. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So my his homeboy name, youngin'. <laughs> so he's coming name. to town next week. So he will be on the show. There we and, go. And uh I'm excited about that. And we will talk about we will be revitalizing one of the topics from the 2020 podcast. So if you get a, get a chance, go listen to it. Very interesting fellow. His co-host, uh, Joel, a.k.a. Jody. Very interesting. Very interesting lady. So uh, good topics. It's cool. So go check them out. Yep.
0: So shout out to them. All right. So we have our own topics to discuss, right?
1: What, mm. you, what you want to do first? All
0: right. So let's get into some of the uh, current event stuff from this week. All right, let's do it. There's there's been some beef, some issues surrounding um I guess like immigrant owned
1: Establishment. establishments. What do you yeah. know? We still got race situations in 2017. What do you know?
0: Shocking, right?
1: <laughs> Unbelievable.
0: So, let's start off with the 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 first one we would go with is um there's this store, the Ferguson Market which okay. some people might call, you know, if you're in the East Coast, it's a bodega. Some people might call it a corner store. In St. Louis, they've evolved to the A-Rabs. That's all they call it. You know, you just call it the A-Rabs, just like we call the Chinese food, the Chinamen. Yep. Corner stores, bodegas here are called the A-Rabs. I don't know why we call it the A-Rabs, because A, it's not A-Rabs, it's Arabs. <laughs> and B, like, it's just the A-Rabs. We go to the A-Rabs. To get us a that's single, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so the Arabs, interesting. So the Arabs. Uh, so Mike Brown, uh, you remember Mike Brown? He was the young man who was uh, gunned down by police officer uh, Ferguson police officer Darren Wilson uh, a couple yep. years ago. And um, back then, a little it just, difficult. It's a little difficult to
1: forget. Yep. It was a, it was a big thing, Ferguson riots and such. Yep. Sparked a lot of controversy, and I believe Black Lives Matter came after that one, right? That's
0: when they started started popping definitely. I don't yeah. know if they developed from there or but that's definitely where I first remember hearing about them. Okay. And so, um there was a video that came out where Mike Brown was supposed to be strong-arm robbing this Ferguson Market store, the A-Rabs. Yep. And that's what that's the video that we saw way back then. Well, out of the clear blue of somebody's ass, another video surfaces into the surface last week. And it shows Mike Brown coming to the store earlier that day, handing one of the A-Rabs a bag that looked like it probably was full of the finest kush. And the A smelled it, and I guess put it away. Could
1: have been the finest Reggie, though. It could have been. It could have been. It could have been terrible quality. I would like we to. I, I
0: would like to think that Mike Brown was had some kush. I mean, okay. let's, let's, let's give him that. I mean, the man is died, is dead. Okay, show, right. show him some respect. The yeah. He
1: had the finest. the finest West Coast that you can get.
0: All right, and so it show it showed that, and for whatever reason, that video was not shown to us, and so. It appears if you put that story together, it seems like Mike Brown's trying to do a trade of some sort. So the Kush for some um, White Owl, White Grape Cigarellos. Or I don't know. I don't know what flavor and brand it was, but let's just go with that. So. He tried to do a trade, and that's when I guess the trade went left because the guy who he gave the the cush to wasn't there, and the other guy didn't know what was going whoa, on.
1: Wait, 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 wait! You're skipping one little part. Oh, okay. That, that might be important, maybe or maybe not. It's it's kind of important to me. So it looks like it was going to be a trade, and generally in trades, you give me something, I give you something, or vice versa. Yep. But there's a trade at the moment, right? Right. Well, they gave him a bag full. Of, you know, these, I forget, I don't know which, like you said, I don't know which brand it was, but blunts, right? Yep. They gave him a bag full, I mean, boxes filled to the top of the bag where you can barely tie the bag. I mean, it was full. So this must have been some really good Kush that he was he was trading for. <laughs> okay. For those who don't know, Kush is weed. Marijuana, uh, whatever whatever other name you want to call it, wacky, what is it? What was it called? Wacky Tabacky.
0: <laughs> the Chronic. Whatever
1: name you want to call it. But anyway. The Buddha. Uh, so mm-hmm. there you go. So they were making this trade, and so Mike Brown did leave the weed with those guys. Right. We'll just call them the A-Rabs in true St. Louis spirit. And they gave him that bag full of blunts. Now, he was going to walk away with it, but I don't know what changed. He gave them back the bag and they sat the bag to the side as if he was going to come back Come later back, forward. right, right. That's that's what it appears. Just from the video, no audio. They made a trade. He was going to take it. Something came over and was like, nah, I'm good. I'm Here, I'm going to give it back. And they sat it to the side. Like, it was still uh, bagged up as if he was going to come back. Like, save it for later kind of thing. So that's the end of that video.
0: Yep. And so people saw this. Of course, it started, you know, people got very upset because they were like, how come this wasn't shown? This changes things a bit as far as his character, you know, because it just seemed like they tried to destroy his character. Like, he was just in there to rob, and, like, these innocent uh, store owners. But even the store owners were in on it where, you know, they were doing some underhanded stuff. And so, of course, it started...
1: I'm, I don't know, so hold on, before we go Now this video didn't just come as a video to just surfaced on its own It appears that there's going to be some sort of Documentary or some sort of explanation Behind the video That somebody else may have done some other research It was a trailer basically Showing us the video And uh, informing the people that was watching this video That the police were aware Were totally aware Of this trade that occurred But they made no mention of it to the people And it sounds like this this uh, this was a trailer to something that's more to come. Right. So it did kind of preface it for people that was watching it. It's not like we just formulated this opinion. This person who whoever is bringing out this video kind of set the stage for us to let us know, hey, this looks like it was a trade that was going down and people knew that this trade was going to happen. So this doesn't look like robbery. Right. Okay, I thought that that was important for people who hadn't seen the video that it was narrated and it kind of formulated this opinion that there was a trade because right. I wouldn't have just got that just from the video without the guy talking in the about without the narration without the narrator.
0: Okay, and see, okay. I actually watched it without even listening to the audio.
1: Oh, so, you did? Yeah, okay, yeah, nice.
0: All right, so people got upset; they started protesting um and there's live videos of people at the uh, Ferguson Market at the A-Raps and you know they don't they want to shut them down. They want nobody to give them money anymore. And there's options around there and there's really no reason for any people to have to go there. I mean, you okay. can get you can get your your cigarellas and your Swisher and your and your and your, your, New, your single, your Newport singles and your Sour Patch Kids. You can get that stuff from other places. You don't have to get it from God, the I don't A-Raps.
1: eat much candy. But I do like Sour Patch Kids and Sour Punches. I like sour candy if I do. I like candy. I
0: like the watermelon ones. Those those are mine. That's what I like. I don't like. Wow,
1: the- be the true stereotype, bro.
0: <laughs> be the true
1: stereotype.
0: What stereotype? <laughs> the black people like watermelon, bro. Just well, white people. White it people it don't like watermelon.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, man. That's the <laughs> that's the stereotype. But the Sour Patch Kids, yeah, I'm with that. Now I got a question for you though. So. People are protesting. And see, I didn't even know about the people protest. It was kind of light. It was was, kind of light. Oh, okay. It was light work. It was light work. And so I I didn't even know about that. However, why would you say that people were protesting? Why shouldn't people
0: shop at that market anymore? Well, why why were they protesting? I would say because their followers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for the for, for starters. That's why most of them are okay. protesting. Yep, yep. Um, okay. But hold on, before I give my opinion on that, because I do want to give an opinion on that and my thoughts on that. Uh there was a there was a second story that came out.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And so not not related to Mike Brown, but I think they were like in Charlotte, uh, North Carolina. Oh, okay, yep. I heard of this story too. And there's there's a girl in a beauty shop and allegedly Beauty supply. Beauty supply. Beauty House. supply, right.
1: Yeah, to get. I think of a beauty shop as somebody getting their hair That's done. That's right, I said place.
0: that wrong. Yep, two different things. Okay. Supply versus shop. All right, and so she was accused of stealing some fake eyelashes. Okay. Because you know... What, are they
1: like $3, $4? It was 11 bucks. Oh, 11 okay.
0: And I mean, it's possible. Bitches love eyelashes.
1: Yeah. so Especially when it's not their own. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>, so... <laughs> so uh, That's a generalization, go ahead. <laughs>
0: and so... Yeah, they so so the guy, the, the store owner or clerk or whoever the guy was, he approached her and proceeded to put her in the most solid rear naked choke you've ever seen on the street. They have video of this where somebody pulled out the iPhone and started recording it, and you could hear her screaming, like, I don't got it, and they never found the eyelashes on her. And, and she said she couldn't breathe, bro. She said she couldn't breathe. Um, I think she got kicked a couple times right before before the rear naked there was a kick
1: yeah i think i think he was like she was like here check my purse he kind of grabbed the purse or something i forgot who exchanged like blows first if he if she hit him first or he hit her first but the point is i saw some i saw some like they kind of showed each other he kicked her like in her it's like one of those kicks to knock you out balance like kick you in the shin it's, like, to, it's to weaken was...
0: you. like kinda, It's kind of to weaken you so you don't have that weight on your leg to be able to throw a strong punch.
1: Right, right. And so he threw that kick Bam! and put her in that mean rear naked choke and brought her down.
0: She was tapping out. The referee didn't see it. Nope. No referee stoppage. But he ended up letting her go and she didn't pass out. So people were upset about that. They wanted to protest that story. And that was the Koreans, I believe, right? were they Korean?
1: Uh, man, I can't tell the different backgrounds of Asian folk with just looking at them. But I would go for Korean over Chinese.
0: Korean. That's, that's Again, that's how we say it. The Koreans. Who
1: say it like that?
0: Black folks. Just like they say I Arabs, they say Koreans.
1: I, so I'm aware of the Chinamen. Grew up in that time. I'm aware of the Arabs because my little brother keeps me very aware. (laughs) But I haven't heard of the Koreans. And I didn't even know that they actually knew enough to segregate the two different (laughs) groups, the two cultures. Because everything was Chinaman when I was coming. No matter where you were.
0: Well, black people are actually up on, you know, being able to identify the different Asian groups and national, you know, nationalities. They can tell where so you're from. So I don't,
1: I don't know if they're up on it. They might be getting corrected because I told you about that. Did I tell you about that time that I was on the phone? It was like in 2000. I was on the phone talking to somebody, and I was in a beauty supply store, and I was like, "Yo, I'm at the Chinaman right now at the, uh, wow. at, the at the hair supply spot," and they were like, "We're not Chinese." We're Korean. I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm sorry." I and you should have been like, <laughs> "And
0: I'm not talking to you. <laughs> I'm on my Nokia. No, no, I'm on my I Nokia 3256."
1: <laughs> yeah, well, now I wasn't a 3256, but I was definitely on my Nokia. I felt terrible, bro, because I got their race wrong. So from from that day forward, I started being more careful about Asian races, dog. I started being more careful that day.
0: <laughs> so so people are mad, um, and I guess the common theme here are. There are immigrants who have these establishments in what it what are predominantly predominantly black neighborhoods. Okay, and this has always been like the thing. This has always been a trend. And if I was a more responsible podcast, I would have looked it up to just try to figure out why this was, but I'm not. But all
1: right. So wait, I, I won't even do it from a responsible podcaster point of view. I'll do
0: it just from a logic standpoint. Okay, I was gonna try, but so, I think you can probably uh, let me try put the logic out. Yeah, so yeah.
1: Let, let's do this. Um, so there's a business, right? I want to make my own business, and when I make my own business, in order for it to be successful, I should probably do something that's a niche market. Or niche, as some people call it. I want something that not everybody's getting into. And I want something that I know is going to be lucrative. So you know what? Oh, and I want to do something that I have access to easily, probably, is what I'm going to do. I don't want to try to go get any... I don't want to sell unicorn hair. Because unicorn hair is going to be hard to come by. Okay, Mm -hmm. And I don't know who's going to buy unicorn hair anyway. So
0: what I'm going to do is... Possibly. They definitely would. No, it's not possible. They absolutely would. That shit would be popping.
1: <laughs> unicorn hair. That
0: 32-inch unicorn hair? Oh, my God. Yeah, I got to try to
1: find that, bro. That would be a niche market for real. But anyway, so let's talk about these Koreans or whatever Asian descent we're talking about. Um, a lot of this stuff is made like this hair. And eyelashes and nails is made in China, Malaysia, Indonesia. They might have some connections to get it from for the low. They definitely got the connect. Get it, right? So they got the connect. They got the plug. And it comes over here. And who's going to buy it? They're not going to set up in, in suburban neighborhoods. They're not going to be popping there. Maybe you have one store that might do good, but why not, if, you to if you want your store to be rocking, if you want your store to be rocking, I'm going to go right to the center,
0: to the hub of where people are going to buy my product. But but why not? Like, Why is that? Why, don't, why aren't there any beauty supply places in what you call suburbia? I would call there, it there white are. neighborhoods.
1: There are, and they're called Sally's. They're called uh, they're called other names. They're they're other they're other type stores. See, Sally's stores.
0: Sally's is ran by the Koreans here too.
1: Well, they're they're over here in, over here in California. They're pretty much everywhere here. Okay, you can, you can go to a suburb area and, and and see a Sally. Sally's prices are more expensive than these other places are, though. Like the little hood shops that you go to, Sally's is more expensive than them. Okay. So there, there are sallies in these other neighborhoods in these suburban neighborhoods. So,
0: so would you say what about the Arabs? Like they're not doing, they're not making a product that's necessarily uh, easy for them to 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 receive. And in, 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 oh, you you talking
1: about in their in their stores?
0: In their stores. So we're talking about like the corner store, the the, the bodega. You know. Yep. Why do they? Bodegas obviously aren't ran by Arabs, right? That's more like a Dominican or Puerto Rican thing, I think.
1: Uh, I can't speak on that, but I would, I would imagine that's so. what it is. That's what okay. It is. Okay. So, so we're talking about the corner stores, though, right? Yeah. So, I'm not. I can't say that the product is easier for them to get. I agree. But if we're talking about we we're talking about where are people gonna support, and also, oh, yeah. where is the land? And where is the land gonna be cheaper at? And my storefront is going to be much cheaper in this neighborhood, so, and people are going to buy.
0: So that's very business. Yeah, yeah That that's the proper business um, response, I think. But okay. somewhere like Ferguson, though, wasn't always like that. But those places were still, uh, yeah, I would say they were pretty much still there. But now they just seem like they just build those places. You know, your, your bodegas or your A-Rabs. <laughs>
1: I agree. <laughs> and well, my and little the beauty brother...
0: supply places. like they, they build them in those neighborhoods. And I always find myself wondering, why aren't we building those?
1: Well, uh, as far as the beauty supply houses, I know for a fact it's because of the import-export connect that they have with China. And it like, makes it I, cheaper. I know people makes it much cheaper when you go straight to the source like we can kind of do it now like if you go to to those uh what is it alibaba.com and aliexpress where you can buy products directly from china for the low 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 i mean if you buy it in a hundred piece count you get something that's normally yeah you buy you buy something that's normally five bucks you get it for two dollars a piece you know what i'm saying or a dollar fifty a piece when you buy it in as a hundred pieces and you go back and sell it so websites can help you do it now, but they're even taking some of the some of the money off of it because they're the middleman. But I know people who quit their jobs, people that I was working with that quit their jobs because their uncle has a connect in China and they're able to do import import business. Yeah. And they are doing pretty well for themselves. And so in- I would imagine that people in these neighborhoods, number one, they got the connect. Cause they know people that know people, and number two, the land is cheaper. Number three, th- we're buying. We're we're taking the money and buying it.
0: They are killing. This, this it's it's such a lucrative market. It has to be. like, I went to one of those places, one of the beauty supply places. I mean, they don't give a shit how the the shelves and stuff look. It's just a mess. Like it's just all packed. Like every single square inch has something. You know, I guess they're using the, the they're they're using making the most out of their space. Exactly. But there's no respect as to like the display, making the sure presentation. It, yeah, making sure that it looks nice. Exactly. And, and so they they don't care about that. And then, like, but the place was just so packed. I mean, every single aisle was it was women, you know, with big, broad shoulders and red hair. You know, looking for, you know, the next, you know, Remy, you know, 30-inch Remy ponytail that they were on and get or whatever they were trying to do. Okay. It was just packed. And it was like just a late Thursday evening or something like that. And so... That's the
1: thing, though. I mean, on that same note, though, you don't see a bunch of, like, pet stores that have super expensive t-shirts and chains and all the little accessories that rich people buy their dogs and their cats you don't see those in the hood either though so like where i drive around certain parts of southern california and there's these extravagant pet shops and it's like who's gonna pay 45 dollars for a shirt for a dog who the hell is gonna do that but there are people that do it now those stores are not gonna be in the hood they know nobody's gonna buy it but they're surviving out here,
0: you right, know what
1: I'm saying? Right. I see a bunch of I see a bunch of dog ho- or pet hospitals. They have pet hotel. Did you know they have pet hotels? I never saw that. I never saw that shit till I got here. Well, oh, pet- they have places.
0: What do you, What do you mean a pet hotel? Just for the pets, or a place where people with pets can go?
1: No, a, a place where people go and leave their pets and stuff for the weekend.
0: Oh yeah, I mean they. have they, they, they always have that. I mean, it's not called a pet hotel. It's, it's really called a kennel.
1: Well, I'll, well I will I mean the here, pet, pet a pet hotel that's just a, a fancy pet hotel. Yeah, that's just fancy. Yeah, sure it's a fancy yeah. name. When yeah. it's all said and done
0: your dog is still gonna be in, it's a, still in, a, in the kennel. It's still in the cage all day. They're gonna wash and cut his nails and make 23 it twenty three
1: hours a day he in the cage, right. one hour he get to run. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> But anyway, so I, it's definitely it's definitely targeted for the neighborhood for a reason. It's targeted.
0: So my question is why didn't black people hop on that like I know I know what we said about you know the connect but the
1: connect is part of it That's that's
0: well that's a thing because I know the prices might be a little higher for a black person to get into Definitely but, but it's not impossible they're not blocking you out And so I actually was talking to a friend about this and she was like well they do have a black beauty supply place but the um, the 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 selection isn't as nice. Um,
1: Obviously, they don't have to connect. Go and ahead, the,
0: and the prices are slightly higher.
1: Obviously, because they ain't got the connect. Go ahead. But
0: but however, you got these people on Facebook, Facebook fronting, like oh, you know, you're supposed to support black businesses and stuff. I guess I mean should should they be foregoing like you know saying like you know what it's a little more costly. The selection isn't as nice, but I need to support this black business. Why aren't Hell people yeah. really doing that? Why aren't, why aren't they Hell doing yeah.
1: that? Because it's, it's funny to be on social media. It's the cool thing to do. That's what I'm saying, man. Kaepernick, everybody talks about how they want people to speak out. If somebody and, speaks yeah, out. And, yeah, these athletes need yeah. to be doing more. Kaepernick went ahead and spoke out. Where is he now? Dog? I just saw an article saying that he's basically an NFL limbo since he spoke out. Dog. I didn't read the article yet, but I haven't heard anything else from him. Nobody's trying to pick him up. And where's all the people that was talking dog. about we need athletes dog. to speak out?
0: Colin Kaepernick just cut my grass last week. That's <laughs> like that's how that's how much of the outs he is. Yo
1: it's so easy to be on the sideline talking about what people need to be doing so i go and get my store i put it in the middle of your neighborhood i'm actually closer to you than the the foreigners are right you know what's gonna happen they're gonna look at me and be like yo why is your stuff a dollar more than when i go over here they still gonna go there dog they still gonna go there they're gonna pass up my store we might have a few people who care enough to be like, you know what, I want to support the black business. Maybe eventually if I keep coming to your store, you can widen your selection. Maybe we can work together to figure out what people want, you know.
0: And that's just the beauty but, supply people. I mean, what about the, the corner store where in this Mike Brown situation where they're kind of dealing with the du- the drug trade and they're, they're doing things like selling singles when there shouldn't be.
1: Now now hold on, now hold on, now hold on And hold on, let let me put a little bit of extra on that video By the way, so I watched that video, right? The Mike Brown video Okay. And I'm like, okay, so it looks like there was a trade thing going on Fine, so then I went back to the original video That was shown Right before he was assassinated by that police officer And It still doesn't add up to me, though. You know what I'm saying? Although there might have been a trade of some sort. I don't know if the owners were in on it. I can't really say that. But what I saw, I saw that man reaching over the counter, grabbing boxes of blunts. He handed one to the homie behind him, and then he grabbed more. And then it looks like the little store owner guy, the little scrawny guy, tried to jump up in Mike Brown's face. Mike Brown pushed him out of the way, and he kept it moving, right? So I can't say... I mean, they might have had that deal, but it didn't look like he was going for that box. And if something did go awry with the deal, I don't know if that gives him the jurisdiction to just reach over the counter and start grabbing stuff.
0: You got to go back that next the night. The jurisdiction? What he, he can't call the police like this there's no that's no the jurisdiction no the no is. you can't
1: that's what i'm saying you can't i, I understand that but you got to understand that when you're doing a, a underhanded deal over the table you can't go over the top of the counter and then start taking stuff that you want but you, can. you gotta go back the next it's, it's an underhanded deal dog like like the you there But are it's no under rules. the table you can't go on top of the table now, the the deal was under the table, bro. You can't you can't go in front of everybody that next day no, and start reaching over the counter. You can't, you can't he, punch your
0: hand through that red hot rippling, dog. There's there's a wall there. You can't go you can't go on the counter.
1: He was supposed to go back that and deal with those same people, bro. <laughs> yeah, like you, you said he, going did, over the top. he
0: did. He he did go deal with somebody else, but it's not like those people didn't know what it was.
1: I don't know you if know. they know what it was, and I can't speak on that.
0: But uh, I yeah, know people
1: not. are in outrage, people are outraged about it because there might have been some deal, but I think like you said, some of that outrage is some follower outrage because it's not like I mean, at the end of the day, even if it even if it was what we said it was, it was a deal. The man made a deal with weed and and cigarellos that weren't but paid for. Isn't it like isn't is
0: isn't it like snitching though? Like what we say about snitching? What, what your definition of snitching is Say you, you, there's two people. You're both doing dirt. Yep. You get caught. Yep. And then you tell on the person that you were doing the dirt with.
1: Yes. That's exactly now, see, that's the what
0: they did. I mean, assuming... that I, I can't
1: say the whoa, store whoa, whoa, owner whoa, whoa, did that, whoa, whoa, whoa. though. I what know, about the store owner? How do you I know, you're know saying, that the store owner... I know
0: you're saying he doesn't know, but eh, most of these guys know. I mean, I've been in many of these places... And they all are selling singles, for example. So it's not like that's a secret. They're, they're doing something they're not supposed to be doing. Okay, so, I got that. So let's just say it was a single situation. Okay. So you can't then call the police on somebody that's like, yo, you only gave me three, I asked for four. And they come and snatch the other one from you. What are you going to do? Say, hey, I was told this guy a single uh, cigarette. And he came okay. and, and, and tried I'm to take that. You know, so... Because they're not I'm telling on you, so y'all are both doing underhanded stuff, and so, so they know about that. I would imagine they know about the weed trade, especially when there's a whole bag of cigarillos just sitting there, or whatever it is. You know, I mean, we could say we don't know, which we don't.
1: Yeah, but I, we, I don't know if the store owner knows. Let's let's say this though: if the store owner didn't know why this guy's reaching over the counter, grabbing grabbing boxes of cigarellos or whatever he's grabbing boxes of. I'm gonna try to stop him too if I didn't know.
0: But he's not. He's not. He didn't just walk in and didn't say anything. He was. He, I'm sure he would have came in and said, "Yo, uh, y'all owe me these cigarellos. Like, like, oh boy, I gave him this Kush for it. Like, these are mine. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he didn't explain in some kind of way. He might have. Yeah. You know, he might have said. I, think, I don't know I how know it escalated. Monday morning.
1: Yeah, I know it's Monday morning, quarterback, and I know it's uh, you know hindsight is twenty twenty. But just logically, man, if if I did my deal with these people, and they're the ones who got the cushion in hand, then I should be getting my product or whatever I'm supposed to get in return from those or, people, not
0: or some if other he, guy. Unless, but again, you know, like you said, it's Monday morning, quarterback. But it also could be, yo, I told Akbar, which they also call the play the a done. That's not me making that up. I told Akbar, yo, that's crazy. I told Akbar that I was going to be right back, and he knew it was up. Now he on break, like, yo, I want my stuff now. You know, it ain't my fault he didn't tell you he made this deal. I made the deal. I'm up here. I want my stuff. Okay. So it can go both ways. I mean, I definitely see what you're saying. It could. I see what you're saying, but to me, it just sounds like he would have definitely, you know, came and explained itself first. He may not have explained, like, excuse me, sir, I just spoke to uh, your son earlier. (laughs) You know, it might have been like, yo, uh. You know, I was supposed to be picking up these cigarellos, and they probably was like, well, "What for?" You know, you know. But and at the end of the yeah. day,
1: at the end of the day, dog, he didn't deserve to die for that. At the end of the certainly day. not. And with that, and with that being said, this store owner in North Carolina, by the way, uh, I read from WFAE.org, which is a Charlotte news site, that uh, oh my goodness, those those people Dude, they you, went into you're, hiding. Apparently, you are
0: giving citations, man. Like, you're, you're, yeah, you're,
1: I, I had to because I didn't make the shit up. <laughs> I want people to know how to make it (laughs) up. Uh, Apparently, homeboy and his wife they resigned from running the store and they went into hiding, bro. (laughs) They got up out of Charlotte.
0: So, so speaking of getting up out, so do you? So, a lot of people are saying that we need to get these people up out of our neighborhoods.
1: Yeah, that's easier said than done.
0: That's the common thing right now. Is we got to easier
1: said than done? Well,
0: obviously, but like something like this. Ferguson Market or this uh, beauty supply place, people can't shut them down. Like, you, like we don't want like to... You shouldn't go and burn them down because that, they'll collect insurance on that and then just move somewhere else. You want to hit them in the pockets and not ever go there. You don't buy anything from them places because there's a family dollar right across the street where you could get that candy. You might not be able to get your singles, but, you know, you might just have to bite that bullet because these people didn't you know step up and say what their part of the situation was they're tearing down the community for the for, you know by doing these kinds of deals you know that they, they set, up, and they set up in your set so up in your place hard, they set up in your place they choke you out you know when you're a, a returning customer a constant recurring customer you know it's just a lot of the times and I know this sounds kind of problematic because we're talking about um immigrants and foreigners and whatever but fuck it man I mean this is just this is how it is in the hood
1: but you know what It, it this is why it's so difficult because in those neighborhoods there's only a certain amount of money going around anyway right. right and so for you to say not you particularly but for people to say that look we need to get them up out of the neighborhood the way to do it is to stop going to the store I agree but the problem with one of the issues with the black community is we're not gonna, we're not, and it's just not gonna happen. We're not gonna stand together and say we're not going to that store. They might do it for like a we're week. We're not, yeah, we're not prepared to pay the higher prices. We're not prepared to drive out of our way. We're not prepared to walk those across.
0: We're not prepared to, prepared to walk across floors and road to go to Family Dollar. Like just to go that extra few steps. You know what I'm saying? We're not
1: prepared to be without the the product that we want. Because this is the only store that has it or the only store in a 10 mile radius that has it. We're not prepared as a unified group to stop doing it. So that's why you can't just get them up out of there. That's why it doesn't work that way. That's why it's not that easy, and it's easier said than done. And you know what? I put to task any of those people that, because see, the problem is, is people are ready to say it, stand. quick to start saying it, yeah. but not ready to do it.
0: Just, just stand you know outside. Just stand outside of it for a month. I think a month will shut them out they wouldn't be able to survive out there a month of nobody walking
1: No, nah, well some of some of them got deep pockets, they got family, you know. Uh maybe a month that uh, it'll put them in debt, they get a bunch of loans. No, stop going all together, bro. I'm saying I'm, I'm saying all together. Well,
0: I'm just saying like what would be the length of time that you would have to do this Until know, until the
1: motherfuckers are gone, bro. Until they're gone. If you felt like they wronged you and they wronged your group of people, your your family, whatever the case may be, then stop going. Stop go, fucking it's with It's at them. the point yeah. now. It's at the point now. I kind of feel, I'm at the point where I feel like they can say anything under the book, they being anybody that's not of the black community, as long as they got the product, they can be downright racist in the community and people would still go because they got their product, period. That's the way I'm feeling about it now because we won't stop going, bro. I don't go, like one time I went to Quick Trip and this ain't even about race. My truck wasn't running the same after I left from there. Something was up with that gas. I've never bought Quick Trip gas again. Never, ever, ever, ever again.
0: Never. With my turbocharged CRX, I can't put Quick Trip premium gas in there. It makes the car run bad. Dude,
1: I just went in there and made my car run. I would never, ever go back, and I hadn't. And that's when I was living there, actually. So uh, with that being said... It's not I don't think it's that hard if you really care enough. But I don't think we all care enough. You can jump on Facebook. You know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Putting your afro on. You put your afro on, hop on Facebook, acting like you care, but you really don't care. So, people, if you want these people who don't care about your community out of your community, stop shopping with those people. It's really that simple. You know what? Walmart, for instance. Now I'm I fell victim to this. They say Walmart is a cancer because they pay their workers low wages okay and they're still eating off of the uh they're still eating off of uh, the food stamps and everything they're still eating off of insurance because of the low wages and walmart will not give them insurance right and so they're saying look man we got to stop these walmarts at the end of the day i don't go to walmart often but i have went after the fact knowing that their business practices aren't the best for the economy,
0: bro. I'm not gonna. You know lie. what I'm saying? I'm not gonna lie. I was talking to Jody earlier this week, and she told me about they got these like Paleolithic meals. I gotta go get them. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. She said they're good. They're good quality. I gotta go. I gotta go try. Them. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, man. Well, at the end of the day, dog, it is easier to say where you're not going to go and how you're not going to do it. And all we got to do is stop. But those same people, all those people that's yapping on Facebook and any social media site that's yapping about where people should go and stop going. I task you to not go for six months. So I task you.
0: Right. And So one of the things that made this pop off. So with the with the, the the beauty supply place. Luckily, there was somebody who listened to the podcast, apparently. They had the option to fight, flight, or record. (laughs) They could have helped this girl who was getting rear naked choked. But they said, you know what? I'm going to record this for the culture. That's more important right now. than to (laughs) stand there with the camera. So if she dies getting choked out, if she passes out and hits her head on the floor, I'm going to record it.
1: Uh, What'd he say? What'd he say? If she dies, she dies.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what the person did. They just recorded it. with uh, the Mike Brown thing, uh, it wasn't recorded. It was recorded. It was surveillance, right? It surveillance video. But, yep, yep. you know, but social media took that and went crazy with it. And then with the protest, yeah. you know, there were little uh, street reporters, which are just guys with their phones on Facebook Live who were given a play-by-play. Like, I was watching okay. one of those. Um and it was just kind of quiet. The police were just kind of standing there, and all of a sudden you hear like four rounds go off. Like somebody drove by and a shot like into the air, I guess. And okay, that, and that was crazy. You know, with all these police are out there, but the police kind of chilled. You know, they they kept calm, everybody kept calm, and but we saw all of this. It's kind of like, like we said, I think we said this before. How it's kind of like that breaking news indicator when you get that somebody's live
1: on right. Facebook.
0: And so yeah, yeah. it's kind of like these people are now a part of the media. That guy who really wasn't very well spoken, but he provided us what we needed to see. We saw the to um, the police with the guns out. We heard the gunshots. He told us what he was there for. We got to see everything we needed to see. All and right. So, so so would you consider I, like? I mean, it makes me wonder. Like, where does the 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 title of whose media? Where does that begin? Where does it end?
1: Dude, this is easy. It's simple. Anybody that's broadcasting or publishing information to a mass group of people is in the media business. They're providing media. That's it.
0: Well, no, maybe not the business, but they're in the media. In, like, they're the media at that or point.
1: They're 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 in, yeah they're in the media at that point.
0: Because they're, I'm sure that guy didn't make any money off of it. He got a no, bunch of no, likes no, and no, stuff no. and a bunch of. Well, views. that that's
1: what that's his payment. That's, that's his true. payment. That's true.
0: That's true. That so, attention, them likes, is, is, is his currency.
1: Exactly, exactly. You can't buy nothing with it. But well, if you get it, if you get a lot of uh, views on uh, on YouTube, though, consistently, you can get paid for it.
0: If you're so, you monetize, you got to monetize some videos.
1: Yeah, you got to somehow do that. But so anybody that's broadcasting or publishing information to a, a, a mass group of people, to me, is media, and that can be whether it's television, radio, uh, podcasting. We're media internet
0: newspaper
1: any form of communication you're broadcasting it to a a group of people a mass group of people you're part of media now
0: so do you feel like these people have some type of response like again not the people who have a website of their own just the people who's holding the camera phone do you feel like they have a responsibility should they have some type of integrity like we kind of talked about the integrity thing on the fight flight to record episode
1: yeah yeah
0: um this guy, he wasn't you know shook at all when those gunshots went off. He kept, you know, he kept his nerve. He kept recording. He didn't even his voice didn't even raise an octave.
1: Hey man, <laughs> he he can drop a mixtape now because he can prove that he's in the hood with gunshots and it doesn't it doesn't phase him at all. Right. So he should be be stay tuned for his mixtape. Um, do they have a responsibility? Uh, that's a lot to ask just for anybody because normal media people. It used to be media was controlled to only certain people and you had to do this oath of a journalist and such where you don't give up your sources and all these rules and such. Um, When you got regular people doing it and they don't know the rules and the game is saturated now, wow, now that I say it, it's starting to parallel with like rap now for me. It's starting to to pair with music. Because it used to be a time where only uh, music companies made music And there was a certain style behind it. There was a certain way to do it. Mm -hmm. And you always got a certain level of quality because it was only coming from this one source. But now everybody gets to do it. And not only is it saturated, but you get poor quality. Sometimes you get good quality. You get all kinds of quality. So the same thing for media in that sense. It used to only come from one place and it was controlled. But I think this is good, though, because I believe that the media was able to hide things before. And now, with everybody having being able to record at a moment's notice with their mobile phones, you can't you can't hide anymore it's It's got to be what it is now, to answer your original question though, do they have responsibility? The only responsibility that I feel like that they have for me right now is. Just give me what it is. Don't go chopping up video or nothing like that. Just give me the true, honest thing that it is. That's so, all I'm asking. So here's to
0: the tough part about it. And I guess, well, especially with these live videos, you have to to understand something happened before that person pulled their phone out. There were things that led up to this situation. So back to the, the girl in the... Uh, In the beauty shop or the beauty supply place. Something happened where this person said, you know what? I need to put my phone out. We don't get to see that part.
1: So context is lost.
0: Yeah. So it seems like it may not be in some cases or in a lot of cases, maybe not the most, not the most reliable source, because we don't really know just from seeing that video what happened before that now we do see the result we see this 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 guy choking this 230 pound lady out maybe 250 she's kind of big right yeah i'm not i'm not gonna big shame her
1: no we're gonna do she got choked out bro give her 210 okay she got choked out
0: so she must have been like four foot seven then she was 210 so anyway (laughs) that's fucked up I'm fat. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not about to talk. I'm not about to fat shame. I'm
1: yeah, not. stop shaming, bro. What, the, what What are you doing?
0: So who are you? <laughs> so she got choked out, but we don't know what kind of like stuff she was popping off with at first. She might have been talking crazy to him. Maybe she maybe she ditched the eyelashes when when he started asking her about it. Maybe okay. they fell out. We don't know. So, all right, you, so you have to that's consider. The thing, you gotta consider. You can't still even if you see it on Facebook live, you still can't necessarily believe what you see because there's still some untold part of the story. Exactly.
1: So all these people jumping, jumping, uh, jumping bad because they saw the video. You don't know the entire story yet. So I would just advise that. You don't jump all bad and get all crazy about it because you don't know the whole story yet. Maybe this chick is a convicted felon who's now obviously she isn't because I read about it and she she hasn't been charged um, and they still haven't found the
0: eyelashes. But still, Does just take because inventory? you see the video, like, is there are there definitely eyelashes missing or
1: no? They they haven't found they haven't found any eyelashes like, on her. They oh. don't have any proof that she's you know stolen. You know
0: what happened. So while this tussle was going on, the eyelashes fell out <laughs> and little dope fiend Ezelle walked up. Yeah. And like just like snatch snatched them, them up. <laughs> it just ran off. <laughs> so Whatever
1: the case may have been, bro, the eyelashes never got found and that chick never got charged. And I would it like you said context is important so I try not to jump to conclusions right when I see something as a matter of fact I just saw something online today when I was trying to research this it was on Facebook it was a video of a man that was on the bus he was a black guy he was the only one on the bus okay and there was a white man that was driving and he was asking him a question and the white man says, don't ask me no more questions. I told you not to ask me no more questions. And so he asks him again about, like, where he was going or where the street was. And I guess the guy, the white guy stops the bus. Jeez. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So he's, so
0: he's asking them questions about, like, the route in the, yeah. in the bus driver's, he's like, asking him, the bus drivers don't like, yo. ask me no more questions. Like, yo, it's not my job to tell you what route you're on.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. don't ask me no more questions. Okay. I tagged you in the video, so you got to see it. Oh, yeah, I did and see it.
0: it. it, did, it did. Wait a minute, you tell me in a video about somebody with a million dollars in a bag or something.
1: Oh, okay. No, that's a different one. Okay. That one's interesting, too. But uh, anyway, so he he proceeds to stop in a bus and beating the black guy to a pulp, okay? And so there's a bunch of outrage. There's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of comments. So I just sipped through a couple of them just to see where people are going. <coughs> and and definitely is racial, right? A lot of racial tension. And... Apparently, or I can't say apparently, it's being said that there were that this guy was special, um, the the black guy. There was something wrong with the black guy. Okay. And this and this bus driver took advantage of him. But at the the point is, is that this video is circulating now. Okay, I look at the timestamp on the video. It's from March. Like, wait, what's today? Today's the nineteenth. It said like March twenty third. Okay, of twenty thirteen. Wow. And like people are outraged and mad and leaving all these comments, and I'm like, and it's
0: popping today. I mean, it, it it's like,
1: popping today. It's four years old.
0: It's kind of like that one meme or mimi that we saw uh, that you saw about the uh, lab assistant. Yeah, or whatever. about the
1: lady putting all those black people in jail, like it happened today, but it was four years ago. But this thing was four years ago, dog. And you know what? That's irresponsible. It made me feel dog. some. It made me feel some kind of way because. Like, you don't like when I say this, but that is propaganda, bro. That is that is trying no, okay to charge it.
0: up. I'm okay with it in this case. Y-
1: you argued me the last time. Like, you I, really I, debated I, me I about I specifically
0: said this case.
1: <laughs> so, okay, this case, yeah. So, that to me, that's propaganda, bro. Right. I feel like that that's trying to start some type of racial tension purposely. Like, I can show, like, okay, in the video, it tried to say I'm trying to bring awareness to stuff that's happening. Dog, that shit happened four years ago. You know what I'm saying? So I'm fighting with myself, like, okay, we do need to bring awareness to this problem, right? But that doesn't mean I need to go back in the can and bring back pictures from the '60s of black people getting washed off with hoses and shit. So a I don't need to go back and do that to so, bring awareness to that situation.
0: So, so was it okay? So what if it was like a case like this, Mike Brown thing, where that? Video obviously was from two years ago, but um, it's
1: new. It's supposedly new evidence so, that people don't. So, know. so
0: the point I was about to get to bring up is: was this video of the bus driver incident that, or was this has this been out and just really didn't get any buzz?
1: It it uh it wasn't put in those terms. If if that was the case, if this was new evidence, then it wasn't it wasn't put in that way. Right. It wasn't shown with that type of purpose. It was informative in the sense that. Black people are getting beat up by white bus drivers. And that is that can be dangerous, bro. And like, we know it's not like a epidemic
0: this. or something. Like this is happening all the time. <laughs> you know? Not in
1: the comments, bro. Not in the comments. You get in those comments, it's getting bad. So once you see the Mike Brown video, then you turn around and see the lady getting choked out, which was real and true, and we should bring awareness to that. But then to go pull out of the pull out of the <laughs> out of the repertoire, you pull out this video from you know, and you, you, you try to bring it out in a date that's close to this date. Right. And it might have been coincidence. It might have been total coincidence. But just to see, now it was grainy and it did take me to use my eyes to see that it said March of 2013. But dog, uh, I'm not about to involve myself in a debate on social media for something that happened four years ago. And it's not new. Like, and you trying to get me riled up. But people engage in that. And that's dangerous. And that's a that's a form of media and that form of media is propaganda and those people, they should, like you were asking me, to, do people have a responsibility? That is irresponsible yeah. the way that they did that. That's totally irresponsible. And
0: it also would be irresponsible and a disservice to the to the community if the next video that came up was not the bus driver uppercut. Because that just seems like the natural progression of things. Like you should be seeing the guy saying, "You going to jail now," and uppercutting the shit out of that shit. No,
1: that that's black on black. We ain't gonna we ain't gonna keep showing that.
0: That was I mean, old. It's a bus driver beef. So I feel like it should have been that. Yeah,
1: it's funny you said that because I just saw that video. Because I saw videos of men. I don't know how I got to this, but it was a video, and I think it was on Facebook too, of men hitting women back. Mm-hmm. You know, and we also had that conversation about, is it okay for men to hit women back and women hitting men? But it just showed a bunch of videos of women hitting men and men hitting them she back. She
0: had that comment, that the bus driver uppercut. She had that comment. <laughs> that uppercut was mean. Because he was chilling. But, he was chilling and, you know. <laughs>
1: and she, she, it, yeah. If, if, she, if Listeners, if you don't know what we're talking about, go look up bus driver uppercut. You'll see exactly what we're talking about. This girl was antagonizing this bus driver. Or just hashtag it on the Twitter.
0: Uh,
1: the link to the video? Yep. All right, we'll so do the,
0: let's do that. Let's do the YouTube thing. Let's, let's do it. We got let's you. Put the
1: link on Twitter. We got you. Hashtag corporate streets. You'll find that video. Easy. You ain't even got to look for it. But anyway, the point that I'm getting to, you were asking about what responsibility people have when they're media. When they're taking the role yeah. of
0: media. When they're taking
1: a role of media, uh, just try to give the full, just give the full, just give the unaltered view of the media, whatever it is. Because you were saying that the context is lost because mm-hmm. you, you there was a point where you started recording, so everything before that you lose. But we still need that video though because we wouldn't have got the video had not this person not been recorded. Even though point. the context wasn't there. Right. Yeah. So we had to we had to see it at some point. And by the way, the the other problem that I have about that guy taking it into his own hands and like almost choking this lady out. He almost choked her to where she died, dog. She was saying she couldn't breathe. And had she had died, he would have choked her over some eyelashes that she didn't even have. You know what I'm saying? See, this is the same shit that happened with the Trayvon Martin hold thing on, man. where hold on,
0: hold on. Hold on. She she might not have died. Like she like, said, she couldn't if breathe. She could. Bro. If she could, if she could you speak. Said, you could she, say that, but, but she ain't going to die, bro. Hold on. If she could speak, he died because he didn't die because of the chokehold per se. Like I see people get rear naked choked all the time on UFC. They don't die. Like as long as as long as you let them go once they pass out, they're good to go. So if she was able to talk, she she wasn't there yet.
1: All I'm saying is the. The point is, is that this man put her in a position that he could have killed her. So let's say he all could things have, went wrong. But let's say that sh- let's say that she has epilepsy and she started season. Let's say that you're saying we can't. But if she did, we would have been saying, "Oh, but, we're playing with the quarterback. But,
0: but you do it all the time. You say this all the time about we can't go off of the what ifs. And so we we can't, we can't. We can't but, hypothetically say he almost. We can't. That's that's kind of problematic to say he almost killed her. He might have almost uh, made her pass out. But killer, Okay, come on, man.
1: Let's let's do this then. Let's do this. I'm I'm going off of the basis that Eric Garner died from being choked.
0: He didn't and die. not having, he a, died and from not being having a proper medical of, attention. And being kind of out of shape.
1: Okay, fine. Whatever the case may be, he if, probably, he he his his hand, if he wouldn't have got his hands. If he wouldn't have got hands put on him, he wouldn't have died, bro. That's
0: one thing. If I mean would, the I mean, I get that. Yeah, I, I understand that and I'm with you. That legally okay. that's the situation. But I'm just saying uh, 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 I a, get you. a a rear-necked choke is not there to kill people first. I I'm, it, I'm not even making Canada. it about the
1: choke, bro. I'm not even making it about the choke. Whatever type of action he took, if there's a there's a situation that he could have seriously hurt this woman over some eyelashes that she that he didn't even find on her person. And so, taking police matters into his own hands, he could have took somebody's life. And I'm not even just talking about the choke. I'm talking about if he's gonna be vigilante police guy, and he's he's accusing people and he's not right, he can really hurt somebody. So, and for no fucking reason. So you started. Bro, mention, you started to
0: mention. You started to mention Trayvon Martin, and, cut and you this off. is
1: the same thing that happened with the Trayvon Martin thing, where this guy was taking police work into his own hands.
0: Yep. And. He ended up killing somebody, bro. So I, and it's unacceptable. So I forget where we were having this conversation. I think it was on the podcast and I think Tia was on there where you were talking about statistics and if you or is that a conversation we were having with Sarah once off the show? But whatever it was, you were talking about statist- statistically, if you can prove that black people are the ones that are stealing or whatever you're gonna be watching them closer or whatever, right? So okay, let, let's say, true. let's say if
1: I, I will say that I agree. So let's say, I stand by that.
0: Okay. So, in like you said, the Trayvon Martin thing this is kind of similar, where maybe he is always getting like people always are jacking his eyelashes. That's eleven dollars a pop for oh that particular oh. By the one. way,
1: by the way, I do have that information too because on that same news article, so a couple of the store employees they said that that place, uh, Misha Beauty. Yep. Miss uh, Beauty, whatever that beauty supply spot, is regularly targeted by people, by thieves. Yeah. And just minutes prior to that filmed altercation, a woman had grabbed a fistful of merchandise yeah, exactly. and
0: ran off. Exactly. Right. And so, so they, so they that's, already that's turned what was reported. Up, they already turned up. Yep. They turned um, up, and they sick of this shit because okay. Let's now let's now take their side. They're they're immigrants. That they're just trying to make a living and provide for their family. And here these people are constantly stealing from stealing from him that stuff eventually starts adding up so he does he's, I tired. Agree. he's tired of it and so he don't you know the police don't do shit it's by the time the person you know runs off with a hair her, a handful of yaki the police ain't gonna show up until another 30 minutes or something
1: they go yeah, i'm
0: with it so it's like I'm no it. i'm not letting you out i mean walmart has the uh the uh the authority they have the authority to come and hold somebody i watched watch <laughs> i got into a dark place once and i was watching all kind of like walmart's <laughs> theft videos <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk about that sometime i like too. how you
1: prefaced it bro i like how you prefaced it you got into a dark place but go ahead
0: yeah i was watching walmart theft videos i mean and they they don't chokehold people obviously but they might put them in like a full nelson or something to make sure they don't run off, they definitely have the authority to put hands on a person and prevent them from leaving. Now, would a rear naked choke be an acceptable way of doing that? Absolutely not. But I think those people as store owners do have the, I guess, the authority and perhaps even the right to prevent death. So uh, if they, they feel they, like there's an issue, but they definitely shouldn't be choking nobody out to the ground.
1: No, they shouldn't be choking nobody out. Uh, I know they're allowed to carry guns to protect yep. themselves and their store. Yep. I don't know. You shouldn't if, put no like, gun out
0: on her. <laughs> over and over $11 eyelashes. See.
1: I did like a short stint in security as like a second job. You did? And yeah, yeah. it was like a, it was like an every other weekend kind of thing for a little bit. Extra cash. What? And whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, when I
0: was, you can't just skip past this. You never told me this.
1: Oh, this is when I was, I was making some extra money when I was in the Marine Corps. Second second job thing hooked up with some people did a little bit of security. Actually, I did a a, a golf tournament too where Tiger Woods and VJ Singh was too. Saw them guys. I never met them. No.
0: Bruh. Oh wait a minute. Okay, this is even more off topic. I had a dream today, so I, I did fall asleep for a, a, like a half a minute before the podcast.
1: Oh and, and, dog! And come I, on, you wanted this credit for no sleep.
0: No, and no, no, you no. Went to sleep. No, I was waiting for you. So I so I had a okay. dream right that Tiger Woods was eating some hot dogs. And he was asking somebody for some crackers so he could eat his hot dogs. And like nobody had no crackers for him. He was like, damn man, I gotta eat, uh use my Gucci crackers now. <laughs> I don't I don't, I have no idea what the fuck that was about. But that Duh,
1: that is sleep dep- that's sleep deprivation, bro.
0: <laughs> dog, Gucci Crackers. That's what we naming this one, dog. Gucci crackers. <laughs> <laughs> yo tiger's balling dog he flexed on everybody because he didn't want to use his gucci crackers right <laughs> but but he was like damn man i guess i just gotta just eat the gucci crackers on these hoes gucci crackers <laughs> dog
1: stop it but anyway i just remember that you can't accuse like you can't stop and detain nobody if you don't have proof that that's what they have. You know what I'm saying? The, right. the protocol is kind of like you see them take it, you follow them around and make sure that they still have it, and then you take action and question them. Because y- that's a lawsuit. I think you, know you have to I'm wait saying? until like, they
0: start exiting the store or something like that. They exactly. Have, they have to be going for exactly. the
1: door. Exactly. Past the, so the that, aisle
0: to check out. They have to be going for the door. And that's when you That's a
1: out lawsuit. That's a lawsuit, dog. She said check my bag or whatever and he went to grab the bag and they start pushing and shoving and now they fighting. That's not cool, dog, and I think that's a lawsuit in itself. But at the end of the day, I do believe that escal- things can get escalated because people are stealing from you. I would be turned up if somebody just walked out of my store, but at the end of the day, you know how these places are, dog. They be having a big mirrors, they be having crazy surveillance. Just get the surveillance video and post their picture up everywhere and tell them they can't come back, bro, if you have proof of them taking something out of your store. They're going to
0: show back up up with a wig or blue hair or something. You would never know it's the same chick.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's not a good situation. If you feel like your business ain't going that well where you are, dog, get a guard dog, get a security guy, or get the hell out of that neighborhood then, dog. I, I don't know. It's hard. Then again, if it was my store, though, and I was in if I was in my neighborhood, I can't say that I would have choked the lady out. But I would try to find some type of way to make sure that my store isn't being stolen from because that is unacceptable and he shouldn't have his store stolen from. So that's the fair way to put it.
0: So the the last thing I got to say, man, about all of this is that I feel like, honestly, man, it's a tragedy that. We let things like the beauty supply plays. Now we got our beauty shops. I'm proud of that. So that'd be crazy if we didn't have the beauty shops. But the the beauty supply, we should own those. Uh, black people should own those because that's where that's the product. We're the only people buying those products. Why not own that? It's crazy that we let that get through our fingers. In um, those corner stores, they need to be buying them up too. Somebody out there can can afford to do that. I can't, but, you know, so I'm sure somebody can.
1: We should look into that, dog. It might not be as expensive as we think.
0: Do Corporate Streets I mean, be the
1: spot? No, 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 the corner store. Corporate Streets Bodega?
0: The corporate Streets. Corner Market. Corporate
1: Streets Corner Market. Corporate Streets a No, um, just call it the corner, dog. By Corporate Streets. Hmm. <laughs> it
0: would be the corner. By somebody corporate invest in street. us. Let's do it.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll make a lot of money. The Arabs do, as they call them in St. Louis. Anyway, you're right. It is a tragedy that the products that we use, we're not we're not making money on. It's really unfortunate. But I guess the same could be said about the NFL and the NBA. I mean, you're talking about the NBA. I would imagine I don't have the numbers specifically, but I will go for nine out of 10 athletes in the NBA or African-American. And I would say the NFL is about the same, at least. Or You know what? I'll be more generous. I'll say eight out of the ten players in the NFL are African-American. We don't own those teams.
0: So, actually, it's probably a little less than that because you got to consider all the linemen. Like, it's always, you know, five linemen on the field. Yeah, that's true. All
1: right, so let's just go to six out of ten then because, like you said, you got linemen, you got the center, you got the quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Kickers. There ain't many black kickers out there. (laughs) So, uh, with that being said, we don't own those sports, but I guess those sports are consumed by everybody. So it's not like they're black sports. They're just a lot of black talented athletes. So right. I guess it's not a
0: big deal with that. But this hair shit? Nah, bro. That shouldn't be, <laughs> that shouldn't be happening. Luckily, we, we do have the, uh, uh, the monopoly on the actual, uh, Installment of these of these hair care products. Okay. Nobody's really able to step in and 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 put black people out of business on that.
1: Yeah, because it's about doing black people's hair, and you kind of have to have the hair texture. I mean, I guess I don't want to take it away from people who don't have the texture and can do it. I'm sure it can be done. Oh, it could definitely be done. It's probably easier when you've been dealing with the texture all your life.
0: You yeah, say black women are just. I would say they're probably just more prone to just being like, mm, I'm gonna go find a black person to do my hair. So. Right, right. Because
1: they're more sure of how the hair gets it done anyway. Yeah. I, know, they, I know my they wife. They know the struggle. To, <laughs> they do. I know my wife tried to go somewhere and get her hair done or get her hair cut at like a super cuts or something. And they basically and just told her that they don't cut black hair.
0: My son, <laughs> he, my, my son went to, uh, his mom took him to Great Clips. Fucked his Afro, up. <laughs> man. And we went to like my 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 mother took him and um and my nephew to the barber shop, and the the barber saw him. and Was like, what? Like, no, nah, I got to fix that. Like <laughs> like a, like another barber saw it. it was like, oh, nah, he and
1: he he wasn't even the one going to get his haircut.
0: Nah, right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he just she couldn't let, let it, like, let oh, it nah, be that way. Right, right. That is funny. All right, man. So I, I think I think that's about it. Uh. I guess my last words is black folk do what you can to support your own community with your own businesses. And if you're looking to be an entrepreneur, do something to give black, give back to the black community. So we don't have to have people in our community who's trying to choke us out and people in our community who's trying to get us shot down by the police. Boom. Yep. All right. And we'll wrap it with that. You could be listening to anyone in the world right now. But Janet and I appreciate that you're listening to us. And we truly we have, do. We truly do. And we have another podcast. It's called The Corporate Streets Powercast. This is us reading the book, The 48 Laws of Power. And we're talking about each and every single law. So go and check us out. We release those on Fridays. They're about 30 minutes long. Invest in yourself. Stop listening to just mumble raps, man. Give us a chance to enlighten you a bit and help you be better in your life. Mumble raps are cool too if that's what you like. That's was
0: going to say actually that new Future wasn't that bad, man. Yeah. I ain't must with Hendrix, but Future was a wasn't bad.
1: All right, well, that's cool too, but you got some time in between mumble raps to give us a listen. If you want to get at us via email, we're at the corporate at com. You can hit us up on Twitter, at Corp Streets. You know that we are the advice connoisseurs, so go ahead and drop us a line so we can help you. We know you need that help. And you know what you're listening to. This is the Corporate Streets podcast. This is the podcast for people who use the dating site Plenty of Fish, but they also use LinkedIn as a compliment site to do income verifications. Peace. (laughs) What's wrong with that? Nothing wrong with that, bro. Homie said he's making 80K as a waiter. Maybe Chick want to check him out on LinkedIn and make sure he's getting that dough, like he said. I don't know.
0: I feel like you just tried to dating app, Shane.
1: No, dog. I said that they use plenty of fish, but they use LinkedIn as a compliment due to income verification. You know people be lying on there, talking about they oh, making okay. 120 but they really <laughs> only make 30 They use LinkedIn to see if they really got that job they claim. They CEO's and such. You're right. <laughs> I don't believe that shit. <laughs> Yeah, peace.